Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Solonites.com. This is a new online sex toy company that keeps things very simple for you by keeping a small inventory of only the best sex toy products on the market. They carry toys that appeal to both sexes, from realistic vagina strokers for men to vibrators for women. Solonites.com has products that will get you ready for that big date so you're not going out with a loaded gun, so to speak, or skip the date, light the candles, and play alone. Solonites.com is the easiest way to shop for adult sex toys. Today, we have world-famous fetish model, Masumi Max. Masumi is a model, performer, and an incredibly talented designer. She actually made this amazing thing called the spider chair that I'm going to let her tell you guys about. So without further ado, let's welcome one of my favorite models of all time, Masumi Max. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. And today I have the one, the only, Masumi Max. How are you, darling? I'm good. You look amazing. Thank you. I would like to point out to people who are not actually um, watching this at the moment that she is dressed in full latex. Like, you really... (laughs) Like just for, I mean, you look, I came in here in leggings and like a tank top and I feel like such a slob next to you. Do you always dress like so impeccably? Um, I figure if I'm going to get dressed, I'm just going to really go for it. I, it's, it's an, like, um, I go to one extreme to mm-hmm. the next. It'll either be like sweats and, you know, like tank top. And sandals. <laughs> I can't picture you in sweats and a tank top. I well, just... when I work out, you know. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. you don't work I out in latex because you'd be sliding all over I the know. machines with your lube. Well, I do pole fitness too, so that would be really, really difficult with lube oh everywhere. My God. Yeah, <laughs> I would actually like to say, point out too that um, we uh, we switched chairs before we started, <laughs> and I sat down, and these chairs have these metal arms, and I put my hands on them, and they kind of just slid off because they're just covered in lube from Mesumi's uh, latex outfit. You should see the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) It's metal. I was like, yeah. (laughs) You should like touch a doorknob and people like can't get a grip on it and be like, can't get out. I asked Morat to open the door. I'm like, can you? Can you touch the doorknob? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever like get a situation where you're just like locked in a room because yes. you have so much lube on your hands that you can't that turn the doorknob? That has happened, and I start to panic. <laughs> I can't open the bathroom. Yeah? The bathroom at I my bet. friend's house. I actually got trapped in there last night. <laughs> like, I was trying to open it. <laughs> you, uh, you went out last night, right? Yes. We went to Cloak & Dagger. To celebrate my goddaughter's 21st uh, birthday, almost said anniversary. Well, it's the anniversary birthday. of her birth. Yes, so, anniversary know. of her birth. And um, there was uh, tequila just free-flowing. And, you know. You're feeling, feeling it a little bit today? No, I actually, I think I woke up a little bit still drunk. Mm-hmm. But tequila doesn't seem to give me a normal hangover. Like, oh, really? Like if I drink vodka, then... I might still be in bed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with a headache. And, yeah. But tequila, I kind of wake up feeling a little 
buzzed still. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, tequila, like when I drink, like I couldn't, it just <laughs> makes me so, it makes the, I, I think I, I feel like I've only like thrown up in my mouth and swallowed it back down on tequila. Oh, really? Yeah. I was at a, my friend's uncle's birthday party and I felt it was inappropriate to throw up in front of everyone <laughs> in the bushes. So I just, oh my God. I just, just, you know, brought it back down. Next time, grab your cup and be like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did that at the AVN Awards once. Oh, I was shit. so drunk that, and I've been drinking for days, that I actually puked under the table. Oh, my God. And, like, no one noticed, too. It was kind of amazing. Now like, I, I know. just stuck my head under the tablecloth and just, like, vomited on the floor. And then I, like, sat back up and I'm like, hey. I'm going to watch you from now on. <laughs> like, at a dinner. Yeah, I know. Where's Where'd Holly? Holly go? She's vomiting under she the table under the again. Table. <laughs> oh, Holly, you're always throwing <laughs> up under the table. You're so silly. Well, the first time I went to Cloak and Dagger, they have this purple drink. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Kool-Aid. And I was drinking vodka, and I was pouring the purple drink into my vodka. Oh. The next day, I wake up. I'm like, where are my clothes? How did I get here? Why am I covered in sick, right? He's like, you projectile vomited. <laughs> like, basically, I went, to, I went to sleep in the confession booth. Okay. My friends found me. They were like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Can you turn the music down? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> of course. And they're like, we're going to take you to an Uber to take you home. And they lifted me up and then, boom, just started throwing up everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. What was in the Kool-Aid? Everclear. Oh, I forgot to Jesus. mention that. And I didn't know until later because I, I asked uh, Adam, uh, one of the owners, I was like, what is in that drink? Uh, and he's like, oh, it's Everclear. And I'm like, you mean I was pouring Everclear into vodka? Oh, my Just God. Just straight vodka? Oh, my God. No wonder. <laughs> that stuff is brutal. I was actually ill for three days. I believe I, it. I did not get out of bed the next day at all. Then the next day, we were staying with my friend Laura. Mm-hmm. Uh, two days later, I get up to pee, <laughs> and I, I. Where were you peeing before? I, I don't know. <laughs> She's like a bad pan. This is why I wear latex. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, I like bumped into her, and she's like, "Holy shit, you look like crap." I'm like, "I know." I just have to pee. <laughs> went pee, went back to bed. Third day, I had a normal hangover. Wow. That was pure evil. That's pretty awful. That shouldn't even be legal. I feel like it's... Isn't Who it needs not, Everclear? Isn't it not legal? Oh, it's not? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of not. It, there's no point for it, really. You, don't, it, you don't need Everclear. Ever. Yeah, I know. Because it's like, what proof is that? Um, They have 150 and 190. Wow. Yeah. That's I don't know which version that was, but... Sounds like it might have been the 190. <laughs> yeah, mixed with vodka, too. Yeah. Ugh, Ugh. That's pretty awful. I thought I was dying. It sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like it. <laughs> so you are probably one of the most famous, I would say, like, fetish models in the world. I mean, everybody knows who you are. Would I you? don't know. You don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I hear you. Sometimes if people, well, you know, people are always telling me how famous I am and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not, totally not. But I, I, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to like, kind of, you know, fathom any kind of like fame how to at all. Gauge it, yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, I just know that, you know, you, I don't know, you've always been that epitome of, I mean, before I shot you, I 
I was super intimidated by you. What? Yeah, absolutely. Oh I, th- I didn't think you would ever want to work with me. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought you were too good for me. I thought I was too, um, what do you call it? alternative or aggressive looking <laughs> <laughs> aggressive looking yeah because you know um a lot of the women you work with are mm-hmm. very beautiful and soft yeah. you know and you know i like even for my performances i get booked a lot for halloween yeah you know yeah not valentine's <laughs> although i did this year i did a valentine's fetish event yeah and i i make props and stuff mm-hmm. and i made a motorized spider chair oh my god i have seen that okay so this thing is amazing can you please explain to us like how it works because you literally look like a spider when you're wearing it it's incredible i um i found some mannequin legs and sort of dexter style removed them from the body Mm -hmm. and they just happened to be my leg size and uh the position is I think they were sex mannequins because they had really big boobs mm-hmm. and they were bent backwards, like, <laughs> like like in an arch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their legs were positioned correctly. Mm-hmm. So when I attached them to the chair and then I sat, like I attached six legs and then my, my two legs are in the front. So mm-hmm. that makes eight. Right. And um, the position I'm in right now, the way my legs are bent, mm-hmm. that's just how they were. Wow. So it was amazing. It was meant to be. Yeah. And, um, um, I attach these like sticks to the wheels uh-huh. and to the heels. So when I drive around, the legs will move up and down. Wow. And then I move my front legs up and down. Yeah, I've seen video <laughs> of it. It looks insane. It's really cool. It's super creepy looking. And I, I have a lot of shoes now because I have to <laughs> wear, I have to get four pairs. <laughs> four pairs every time. Because I didn't want the spider to be one outfit. Yeah. So I I did it in all black with black ballet boots. Then I did red. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna do a clown one. Oh wow! And I know it is being remade or or has been remade. Right. And is coming out. Right. And I this is just a coincidence because Morat and I were already planning on doing a creepy clown spider. Yeah. And then it clicked. I was like, wait, that's already been done in this movie. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So how does it work in terms of a performance? Do you stay in the chair the whole no. time? Okay, I was going to say, because um, otherwise you'd just be like wheeling yourself around no, on stage. No, no. And- There's different versions. I performed at the Hard Rock last year mm-hmm. for their Halloween event. Mm-hmm. And for that version, they built a cemetery on stage. Mm-hmm. And I was like sort of hidden and I drove out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like give people some time to see what, what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. Then I get up and I start walking around in the ballet boots and for that performance, I'm a spider that turns into a fly. And then I start dancing to the human fly by the cramps. And I have like these little pouches on me with eyeballs that have Velcro on them. Oh, my God. And I pull them out and I start sticking them to my boobs, my butt, like everywhere. That's you know? amazing. So there's eyeballs everywhere. That's amazing. <laughs> and then um, for Fetish Factory, the Valentine's event, I did a, a sexy vampire routine. But this one, the chair was hidden. I will. I walk out in the ballet boots, mm-hmm. and then I get on my chair and I start driving around. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. That thing is like, oh my god, it's, it's super so creepy. Cool. Yeah. If if anyone who's listening, you have to go look at one of these videos. Ms. Like, where where could they see this? There's, because they got to see it to understand what we're talking yeah. about. There's a video on my Instagram. I think it has like ninety thousand views. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> 
So um, just it's at massimimax.com, right? Yeah. Or at uh, Well, I own that too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm actually trying to wrangle videos from people mm-hmm. so I could put proper videos of my performances up. It's kind of hard sometimes. Hey, give me the fucking video. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're listening. <laughs> I'll come and fucking get you in my little spider chair. That That's like the shit made of nightmares. I know. And then the clown version's really I can't wait really to see gonna that. be freaky. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see that. So would you say Halloween is your favorite time of year? No, because I don't wait for Halloween to You're be a, a certain way. Halloween is every I day. I am for Halloween you? every day. Seriously. That's amazing. Like I managed to do the spider chair for a Valentine's Day event. Yeah. Like they were like, I don't know. I'm like, no, really. I'll wear lace. <laughs> I'll be a a romantic spider. I was. That's how I convinced them. I showed them the outfit. And I had these red thigh-high ballet boots Uh that I put lace stockings over. Mm -hmm. So it looked like red and black lace. Yeah. So it was a really nice outfit. Just really creepy. I actually love like the whole juxtaposition of taking a kind of soppy holiday and like adding that edge to it. I think that's really cool. I've done uh, like a fetish um, Valentine's and a fetish Christmas. Yeah. And I, I just think that's fun because it's unexpected. Yeah. Well, you know? well, my newest show is really unexpected. Completely what's, unexpected. What's that? I'm Mary Poppins. But I I'll, could so see that, especially because right have, now you're wearing that shirt with like the big bow in the I front. I have to show you. Oh, my God. It's I all in latex. It. And I turn into an evil satanic cheerleader. <laughs> of so course. I, I love like mixing stuff up. Like if I start out good then i end up bad you right know? and so here i need to see this <laughs> oh and it's God. all latex that's amazing that's and incredible. i have pom-poms hidden in my boobs oh wow so right when the music cuts to the next song i yank off the jacket and i got these pom-poms and i'm like i've never seen one of your shows i really need to come watch one because i've never seen it Oh, and I'll I love that know. kind of stuff. Yeah, let me know because I love that kind of creative visual stuff. I actually just went to my first burlesque show like a few months ago. Yeah, how did yeah. you like it? I loved it. Yeah. And I was like, and I knew I would love it. Yeah. And it was just crazy that it had taken me that long to go to one. <laughs> I mean, me of all people, like I shoot that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I'd never seen a show was crazy. Yeah. But it was really cool. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. It's I'm, like, more, I'm more neo-burlesque. Yeah. I don't do any traditional yeah, but Not the traditional stuff is kind of boring. I love, I love watching it, though, yeah. because it's pretty. It's also something I don't do, mm-hmm. so I enjoy watching it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, But it's not for me. Yeah. I think once I try to do like a traditional and I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah, you got to like, do what's right for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm more natural at being a bit freaky. Yeah. Well, you definitely have your niche for yeah. sure. I mean, you definitely have your look, you have your niche, you have your audience, and and you're really tuned into that, yeah. which I think is great. I actually, I mean, I have to say that, so the first burlesque show I went to, they of course had traditional burlesque as well. It was a tease, if you please, at mm-hmm. the Globe Theater. But my favorite one by far was this Japanese girl who came out in a Godzilla costume <laughs> and danced to Wham's Jitterbug. Okay. It was incredible. <laughs> I was crying. But that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Traditional burlesque, if you even Google the definition, I don't know if they've changed it now, mm-hmm. but in the actual dictionary, the old fashioned one, mm-hmm. you know, paper one. Yeah. Not, What's paper? Not m-w.com. Yeah. But burlesque was striptease with comedy. Interesting. Skits. 
So it wasn't just a girl on stage stripping. Yeah. It it always had some sort of element of humor, like, you know. Yeah. It, it was supposed to make people laugh, too. Yeah. And make women feel comfortable as well. Because just straight up striptease sometimes can make make it more of a male audience. Yeah, I can see that. Where if you mix both, it opens it up to both yeah. sides, you know? Yeah, because I, I see what you mean. Because otherwise it just becomes like kind of a dressed up strip club. Yeah. And then it just gets yeah. kind of sleazy. And, yeah. And you want to be able to appeal yeah. to women and men. I mean, when I, yeah, the burlesque show that I've been to, they do, their MC is hilarious. I'm mm-hmm. um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. I love him. <laughs> he is so I funny. Seen this oh one. my God, he's so funny. He's this Cuban guy, obviously. But he, you know, MCs it and he's hilarious. Yeah. And he actually does a routine at the end, too. Boyless. Yeah, which is just, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And he puts tassels on his butt cheeks. <laughs> really? I do the assholes, too. Yeah? Oh, I'm, I'm really good at making them twirl. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do stuff you just, like that. You just sort of like twerk and then they just start going. I can't twerk. I, <laughs> I, went, to a, I t- went to a class once and I just, I don't, it, it takes like very specific muscle control. I can show you. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to teach me. I'll bring some assholes next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do pole fitness, right? Yes. So, um, do you? Is there a studio that you go to, or do you teach? Or? Um, okay, so I started taking pole fitness. I think in April. Okay. I think maybe March, April, at um, Miss Crash Academy. Oh my god, I, I love, love her. Right? Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. She is. She's just incredible. Yeah. And. Um, there's talk about me teaching the flex class because mm-hmm. I'm super flexible, right? And I'm and um, I practice balance and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm there all the time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my uh, friend that started taking the class with me. <clears throat> sorry about my voice. I was yelling a lot last night. Like <laughs> at least a you lot. weren't projectile vomiting. No, <laughs> no throat. No. <laughs> <laughs> But um, my friend who started the same time as me is teaching belly dancing and does an abs and booty class. Mm-hmm. So I'm in class for like three hours. Oh, so wow. I take them all back to back. Yeah. <laughs> but that sounds like, I mean, it almost sounds like it's not a workout because it sounds like so much fun. It is. You don't notice like the time pass. Yeah. You know when you're at the gym and you're like 40, the 45 more minutes. Yes. 30 more minutes. Yes. You don't do that in yeah. these classes at yeah. all. And I'm seeing so much progress now. Mm-hmm. Like today, I was like, I have a line down my stomach. That's oh, a, my God. <laughs> that's amazing. I, want, I really want to, because the only form of exercise that I honestly do is boxing. That's which, amazing. Which though. I love. Yeah. I do love it, but I, I feel like I would like to mix it up with something else. Um, I do yoga sometimes, but um, I love dancing. I'm terrible mm. at it. But um, I am too. I am, but I love it. <laughs> and I would love to like, I would love to do that stuff. But I'm also, I'm a little bit, I mean, I have to admit, I'm a little intimidated. Like, I watch those burlesque shows, and I'm like, I want to do that. But then I, You like, have to remember that they started somewhere. I know. They did not pop out of that vagina <laughs> doing all with that ta- shit. With they just didn't, like, <laughs> that's how I keep myself from being intimidated. Because mm-hmm. I, I used to have terrible, terrible stage fright. Mm-hmm. Not on stage, but like the weeks leading up to my show, which mm-hmm. is really difficult if you have a lot of shows. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm on state of panic, you yeah. know, all the time. Yeah. But then I, you know, found my neutral space. I'm like, no, chill, you know, you gotta chill. Like <laughs> But there's a lot of um like 
production and thought that you put into yeah. your shows, right? And do you design all your own wardrobe? Yes. So I can understand why you yes. would get into it because there's so much you have to do before well, your show. You really want to be uh, uh, involved in the outfit part yeah. because then you then you'll know how to take it off, right? You know, yeah. Like I, I sometimes I'll have something and I'll add snaps and I'll mm-hmm. change it, I'll alter it so that it's easier. Mm-hmm. And it's smoother on stage, you know. Yeah. Like I'll get a corset and remove the the clasps in the yeah. front and put yeah. a separating zipper. Yeah. Like just stuff like that. Right. Yeah. When did you start? Um, I mean, when did you start like designing stuff and like playing with wardrobe? And that, was that something that you started with as a kid? Um, let me think. But I, the first outfit I ever made was a really basic A line dress. Mm-hmm. You know, where you get the the material and you just cut like this, mm-hmm. no other seams, and then yeah. you sew it. Yeah, <laughs> which was not a problem back then because I didn't have boobs, so <laughs> I just laid flat. You know, <laughs> you're like this works. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> um, and then there was this one Halloween where I made a Catwoman costume, which really freaked out my dad. Really? At the time, he was very religious. Mm-hmm. He's not anymore. He believes in aliens and laughs at religious people, even though he spent years trying to convince us, you know, that there was a guy who lived in the clouds. So now he just thinks there's a colony of people who live on another planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he was Air Force, so I'm like, hmm, maybe he's right. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I mean, what do we know? I know. I don't know anything. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I walked out of the room in this, you know, like the sexy black cat suit I made. Just like the real Catwoman, you know, Mm -hmm. sewing away. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, my God, you have to put something on. Luckily, my stepmother was like, no, just let her. It's Halloween. (laughs) Isn't it funny how Halloween's almost an excuse for, like, girls just to dress like sluts? To be a whore. Yeah. I mean, it's just like every girl is like a sexy nurse yep. or, you know, like whatever version of something, but just like much shorter and yeah. much like. Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> like how creep. Like uh, I had a latex dinosaur outfit made, a stegosaurus. Oh, my gosh. It's not sexy. Like there's no cleavage. Like, you know, it's just yeah. straight up stegosaurus. That's pretty much what that girl <laughs> wore for the burlesque dance. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, because she came out in a like a latex like dinosaur outfit right. and she took it off piece by piece cool she kept the, the feet on during the whole <laughs> dance so it was awesome. so funny it was amazing were they webbed uh i don't know i couldn't tell i want to do a creature show that would be great yeah, the creature yeah. yeah what was the best halloween costume do you think you've ever made probably the spider thing but yeah it's not really a halloween costume i wear it all all the time all the time like cbs <laughs> let me think let me think what would it be um, years ago, mm-hmm. I just had this, like, this idea. I was like, oh, I, I should do a unicorn showgirl routine. Oh. And this is before there, you could buy, like, unicorn outfits. Because yeah. I tried. I, I'm, I, I felt lazy and I didn't want to make it. Yeah. So I was, like, Googling unicorn. Nope, nothing. So I had to, like, bake the horn. Uh-huh. I got a bunch of bondage gear, you know, the, yeah. the what do you call it? Like the horse fetish oh, gear stuff. The bridle? Yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> and um like uh with the bit, you know. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. I was that a white cool. unicorn. That's and awesome. people just and 
that would probably be the closest I ever got to traditional burlesque because mm-hmm. I had white feather fans when I turned oh, right. into a Pegasus. <gasps> oh. Yeah. But it was still not really burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> you got to add your own, like, edge yeah, to it. Yeah. I love that. I know. Unicorns have, like, suddenly become trendy. I know. I have loved unicorns my whole life. I was president of the unicorn club when I was in elementary oh my school. God. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm not joking. We had meetings every morning before school. Wow. I had a little pink playhouse in the front of my house. And our, our main um, topic that we would always discuss was what was um, – the difference between a unicorn and a pegasus and what what would you call the combined creature like a unicorn because people will be like oh it's a pegasus if it's got a horn it's and a feathers breed. yeah but it's yeah. not like a unicorn has no wings and a pegasus has wings exactly and so if you combine the two we decided that if you combine the two it's called a unipeg oh and uh that, that was and then we we, we a did a, took a vote on that <laughs> we took a vote on it <laughs> and then we um yeah and then we Don't decided. you wish there was social media back then? <laughs> I know. You'd have all this like great footage. <laughs> I know, right? Very serious stuff. <laughs> and then we would have like drawing contests and writing contests. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So, I mean, all I drew was unicorns. Last Unicorn was my favorite movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, like I was crazy about That's what we called unicorns. our shoot. Like when we shot the unicorn. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrible. When we <laughs> photographed the unicorn. <laughs> you killed the last know, unicorn. <laughs> the terrible thing is I toured all over the place, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like Barcelona, whatever, Canada, England, US. Came back and a local shop had ripped off my costume. <gasps> they were following me on on social media. Uh-huh. And I remember I was in a car just driving past this shop and I was like, that's my... That's my full costume. Ah! <laughs> Do you find that that happens quite a bit? Do you find like other models like ripping off your shows or oh, yeah. your it, outfits? It or... happens. It happens. Yeah. So what you do is you just make the next one harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like someone will probably rip off my spider chair one day. Yeah. I don't know. But I still have plans to always upgrade. My first version of the spider chair was, I think, 2009. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But it didn't move. It, it was just a chair. Mm-hmm. And I had to pull the shoelaces to make the legs move up and down. Okay. And it didn't drive. Right. And so then I upgraded it to now, like, I did Nam, the music convention. Not Vietnam. But yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? The, the, <laughs> you did like a really like old. An army spider. <laughs> yeah. But I um comes I, back with PTSD. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else would, not me. <laughs> but I just drove around the convention, you know. Yeah. And people were like, "What the fuck is that?" So that was phase two. Mm-hmm. I have phase three in my head, which is, is going to involve hydraulics and you know, sort of like the Men in Black, that giant spider thing. Oh my god! Yeah, like I'm going to keep improving it. Are you going to Are you going to get it to fly? That would be amazing. Can you get like one of those like jet like power packs yeah. underneath it and just like shoots Maybe you up into the air? Maybe that's phase four. Yeah. <laughs> we need to let the technology advance a little bit. I need to go on one of those programs, Dragon's Den. Yes, <laughs> I, I need this. <laughs> oh my God, that's incredible. So how did you get into modeling? Like tell me a little bit about, um, you know, growing up and like maybe what you wanted to be when you were younger, like and how you got into like how Messy Me Max came about? Well, there's, um, I've always um, been a bit 
I don't think scattered's the right word. I get bored if I do one thing. Mm-hmm. So I like to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And one of my goals, when I was younger, I watched that movie Hackers mm-hmm. with Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. And at that time, even in society, um, you know how now everyone is aware about um, feminist issues, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. equal rights. Right. I know it's been going on forever. But there, you know, back then, it was like my ex-husband was like, oh, computers, yeah, that." don't wear your pretty little head. That's for men. Yeah. You know, like that attitude. Right. And all that did was it made me like, Want to learn are it. you fucking serious? Yeah. So this movie comes out and I'm like, hot chick and she's a hacker. I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. That was 21 years ago, right? Or wow. 20 years ago or something. And I was like, I'm going to be smart like that. So now I'm web director at Pinup Girl Clothing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I'm... You know, not the webmaster, but the web director. So it's really cool. That is awesome. (laughs) And um, I can code with my eyes closed. Now, so that's the brain part. I didn't want, you know how they're always like, oh, you have to pick a side. Do you want to be artistic or do you want to be technical? Mm -hmm. I wanted to be both. Mm -hmm. I didn't see why I had to pick one. Right. You know, so I wanted to be a model. Mm -hmm. But that was, I also know that has an expiration, even though my lovely husband says, I can model till I'm 80. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do, like, look exactly no, the no. same. What, what, what I mean by that is we were pointing out that at, when you're 10 mm-hmm. and you find a 10 or 11-year-old boy hot, mm-hmm. when you're 20, do you find a 10-year-old hot anymore? No. Well, so he, oh, my ask. God. I mean, not me. <laughs> oh but I'm sure there are some people out there who do. But what, what yeah, I mean I is, you like, mean. your tastes probably mature as mm-hmm. you mature. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I won't appeal to a 20-year-old anymore, but, you know, who cares? There's yeah. a lot of older people out there, too. Yeah. In fact, older people have more money. Yeah, so. I know, right? <laughs> well, it's been interesting how the Internet has really opened up, like, so many different niches and fetishes yeah. for people because now people can really explore what they're into, yeah. you know, because before... Like you, you, you were just told by what you like mainstream exactly. media. Yeah, here's what's beautiful. Here's the size you're supposed to be, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Right? Like when I first started modeling, the very first job I ever had, I walked into the room, and all the girls just looked at me. Right? They they were beautiful. They looked like Hawaiian tropic models. You know, just tan and gorgeous, and mm-hmm. they just looked at me like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like <laughs> the black hair. I had tattoos, and I know that's not a big deal now. Mm-hmm. Like, in fact, I'm not even heavily tattooed when you compare me to now. Yeah. There are girls with face tattoos and yeah. neck and chest, you yeah. know? But back then, it was like, you know? Yeah. Like, it was it was really, I don't know, really different. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> and so how did you, like, get, like, so when you started modeling, what were you doing first? Like, what was your oh, first right. modeling I job? Oh, right. Totally trailed off and forgot what That's I was okay. saying. Okay. Um, I when I when I was um, sixteen, almost seventeen, my my father kicked me out, uh, which is what I wanted because I actually ran away the year before, oh, but wow. he found me and brought me back, mm-hmm. and he found me because I tried to get a job, and I'm like, you know, if someone runs away and they're trying to get a job, you should just let them live their life. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I had to get two jobs, um, you know, to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. And on my 18th birthday, my friend was like, why don't you come down to the local strip club? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I did. And um, I left an impression 
on everyone there because, okay, I had a mohawk, a red mohawk at the time. Okay. And she's like, but you're going to have to wear a wig because it was very, you know, strict. Yeah. So I wore a wig. Mm -hmm. I went in. They hired me on the spot because, you know, 18, young. Yeah. I had a blonde wig on. Really horrible. (laughs) So (laughs) ugly. (laughs) I don't know why they were cool with that. But um, they were just like, sit out in the club, watch the girls, and then you're up. Oh, wow. It was uh, like a Tyson fight or something, the one where he bit the ear off of someone. Evander Holyfield. So there were so many people there. Drew Barrymore was there. Like, everyone. And this is your first? Yes. What the? So I go on stage, and I don't know what to do. I just look at everyone, and I turn around, turn my back to everyone, and I just start shaking my ass <laughs> repeatedly. I like, I don't stop. I'm like, I'm just going to do this the whole time. Like just boom, 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 boom. And then I start moving my head around and my wig just plops onto the ground. And I was like, shit. I just kind of just stood there. And the, the manager like bent over, picked it up, handed it back to me. I just put it back on and kept shaking until the song was over. And then right after that, I walked off stage thinking they're going to fire me. Yeah. You know, because that was really bad. Yeah. I mean, the crowd was just laughing and clapping and whatever, you know. Of course. Like now I look back and they probably all knew that I was this really young girl on stage. Yeah. But anyway, the manager comes back. He's like, Drew Barrymore wants you in her booth now. I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. So I go over there and she's like, can I wear your wig? I'm like, all right. Here. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's incredible. And then the next day, um, the club I worked at was not a traditional strip club. Mm -hmm. They they had actual showgirls Mm -hmm. who didn't do lap dances. They did choreographed routines. Okay. And it starts at midnight, you know, Mm -hmm. like midnight, all these showgirls would come out and do their thing. And the other girls would go on the poles. Mm -hmm. And they pulled me aside. They're like, we're looking for a girl (laughs) who wants to, you know, perform and be a featured dancer and I'm like okay what is what is that they're like well basically you get paid more and you could do pretty much whatever you want and I'm like okay and they were like okay we're gonna teach you how to eat fire oh my gosh now I have always been terrified of fire when I was a kid I couldn't even light a match yeah I was like okay like I don't know why I said yes wow (laughs) so I showed up to rehearsals and the guy who taught me how to eat fire had a beard and a mustache. And I remember looking at him like, I wonder how this is going to work, you know? Like, yeah, because you would think he would just light his facial hair on fire. This is something he does. Yeah. Um, you know, that he's a fire technician. I'm like, okay. And he's showing me how to do it. And his beard catches on fire. And I'm just like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. He's like, now listen, when you do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... You're on fire. (laughs) And, you know, he just very calmly reached over, picked up this uh, towel and Mm -hmm. put it out. Mm -hmm. He was like, you see that? You don't panic. You're on fire. You just put it out. Like, (laughs) okay. Which was good advice. Yeah. Because my first show, which I actually have on VHS, I'm working on an autobiography and I want to include a DVD that shows some of my early performances. Yeah. And um, my first show, I went on stage and it was a... It was a routine where um, I had a bunch of arms, mm-hmm. so there were other people behind me. I was in front of a black curtain, okay, and I was dancing to One Night in Bangkok, you know, uh-huh. looking very exotic, yeah. you know, 
uh, but there was comedy in it because we had a big sign with a hand on it that said this way to Bangkok. Mm-hmm. And I bump into it and it falls down and it says big cock. Ah, okay, yeah. Okay, so there was, I, I guess that was burlesque, right? Yeah. So I'm dancing around and uh, someone hands me my torches. Everything's fine. I'm, like doing my torch thing and I'm shaky a little bit because, you know, it's scary. Yeah. And um, I go to eat it and it's not going out. That's because I forgot to shake the excess fuel off before Mm -hmm. it was lit. And so there's fuel dripping down my lip onto my chin, and it's on fire. Oh, my God. The whole club has mirrors everywhere, so I can see it. And I'm like, shit. (laughs) And it hurts. It hurts so bad. I had third-degree burns. But I turn, and I look at my stage hand. He hands me the towel. I take it. I wipe it. I continue with my show, right? Wow. Then I had to take a month off because uh, later, a few hours later, I started developing blisters, like gray oh blisters. Oh, God. They didn't show up right away. But it was so funny because the owner saw it and he came in. He's like, are you all right? I'm like, oh, yeah. Nothing happened. Everything's fine because <laughs> I didn't want them to, like, cancel the show. Yeah. But that was that was pretty brutal and it hurt. I still remember the pain. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. How do you eat fire? Um, well, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you dip a torch into fuel. Mm-hmm. I use um, um, Ronsonol. Is that how you say it? Ronsonol? I don't know. I don't know. It sure. comes in a yellow thing. Yeah. And it's used for zip- Zippos. Okay. I don't use the cheaper stuff because the Zippo fuel is made to stay on fire, and mm-hmm. that works better for shows. Right. So you usually play with the fire first before you eat it. Mm-hmm. That also helps burn off the excess fuel. Okay. Because you don't want the fuel to, like, drip on your face and exactly. what happened to you. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> and um, um, there's a few things you could do. The, the basic way is you just put it in your mouth and you close your mouth so you cut off the oxygen. Mm-hmm. You get burned a tiny bit because the metal rod is hot and mm-hmm. that's what actually burns you. Okay. And... um. Then when you get more advanced, you start doing things where you hold the fire with your teeth uh-huh. and while it's burning, which looks really cool. And then you take the fire out. And because you still have vapors and a bit of fuel in your mouth, you can breathe fire like really like gently and uh-huh. fire will come out of your mouth. How does this not like burn your face off? Uh, it burns your lips and your teeth. <laughs> My dentist loves me. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Good luck. I don't think I could ever. I could ever like, do that. Some of the fire performers I work with, they'll drink milk mm-hmm. because milk makes you provide uh, produce more saliva and mucus and whatever. Okay. But I'm lactose intolerant, so <laughs> and I'm grossed out by milk, so I'm like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's insane. Yeah, that's amazing. What are what was like some of your favorite performances? Like, because you've traveled the world, right? Yeah. Has there been one that really stuck out in your mind as being like? It's always what I'm currently doing. Okay. That's what excites me. Right. Because I'll drop a show if it if I'm no longer interested and then mm-hmm. I'll bring it back later. Right. I do a secretary routine where it's it's inspired by the movie Secretary. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I love that So movie. I start off with a bar mm-hmm. and I'm attached to it. I'm blindfolded and sitting on a chair. Mm-hmm. Actually, in this outfit. This is the outfit. That <laughs> outfit is perfect. It's this outfit. And um, I dance around blindfolded. I also take my outfit off 
while still like this. Mm-hmm. So I maneuver around taking it off. I actually like that because it's very simple, but it's very sexy. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you had like any, so where's been like your favorite place that you've performed? Oh, Do you have one? I don't know. Do you find like audiences in different countries are receptive in different ways? Yes, they are. I'm trying to think. Like in Vancouver, they go pretty mental. Um, Fetish Factory mm-hmm. in Florida, they, they go pretty mental. Yeah. I don't know if it's because there's a two o'clock curfew in LA. Mm-hmm. They're not as mental. Yeah. You know, they're, they're more like, I'm so cool. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I know. They're, it's funny. There really is a, a mentality with, with LA people. Yeah. They're not like into getting too involved yeah. or even dancing. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. It, they're kind of Germany, more though, reserved. Germany's weird. Really? Okay. Because, like, I did an event, and in Germany, it's very typical for them to do nothing. Just be like, Mm -hmm. like, really. (laughs) And they're not doing it to be rude, you know? But I did a show once where I had the entire audience going crazy that it freaked out the promoter. Mm -hmm. And he was like, this is not acceptable. You... You're crazy. Like, you made everyone go crazy. Not acceptable. Like, actually emailed me later to tell me off. Then, a few months later, contacted me again and was like, we want to book you again. They keep asking for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I guess it's acceptable now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that was funny. That's awesome. Because I was like, are you seriously telling me off because people were clapping and cheering? I thought that's what, you know. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to incite people yeah. to do he that. He just wasn't used to it. You yeah. Know? He was used to people being well-mannered. Yeah. Yeah. Very, like, reserved. Yeah. and Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you're the only – I was actually – because I posted an Instagram post before you came here of that shoot that we did at the Linda Vista Hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah. that's gone now. What? Yeah, they're turning it into an old person's home. Oh, they didn't tear it down? I don't know if they're tearing it down or just renovating That's it. That's the fucking creepiest old folks home ever now. I know, right? What? They I, can't do that? Yeah, I know. I was so sad when I found out. They were having like tons of issues with construction and I think in permits and stuff like that. Because there's ghosts. Which, <laughs> did you have like any weird dead experiences people everywhere. when you were there? Because um, I didn't feel anything, but I remember like my makeup artist was like tripping. I got stuck there. At a different shoot. I was going to say, you probably shot there more than once. Yes, and everyone just left. And I was standing out in the parking lot and the sun was going down. I'm like, oh, God, I got to get out here. That was creepy. I didn't like, I didn't, I think it was just all in my head, though. Yeah. You know? But still, I mean, a lot of people died there. It's a hospital. Yeah. And what's weird is like all of like the medical records and the death records are still there. That's what is also unnerving. Yeah. Which just, is, I, find I don't really, get it. Yeah. Why is it still there? Because That's, you know it's not props because it's literally yeah. everywhere yeah. and there's detailed I don't understand records that. of everyone. Like why – when I see a building or when – like we went to um, Salt Flats. I'm trying to think where uh, – where was that place where everything was just abandoned, where people left everything? That always reminds me of like – those sci-fi thrillers, you know, like mm-hmm. what happened here? Is there a disease or yeah. why would you just leave everything 
and bolt. Yeah. That's like what I would do if I lived in a haunted house or something. You know, like you see yeah. this couple move into a house and all of a sudden they see ghosts and stuff and they still live there. Nope, me, I'd be out. I'm like, you can have it. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I would think that you would like love to stay in a haunted house. You wouldn't, no. You wouldn't like that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> have you ever had any weird ghost experiences? Yes. But it might have been in my head. I don't know. I was a kid. I lived in the Philippines. And we had a part of the house that was open mm-hmm. so you could see the sky. Mm-hmm. And I was doing the dishes. It was nighttime. Okay, let me rewind. The school I went to would teach us about their monsters as fact. Oh, wow. So there's this creature called the Aswang who flies around at night who leaves half her body in the forest and she flies around with the top part of her body trying to find babies and children to eat. And <laughs> the only way to kill her is to find the other side, the other part of her body and put red chili peppers on it. <laughs> so when she reconnects, this is the shit they taught me, okay? So I'm doing the dishes. And I look up and I swear to God, I saw some white thing flying around. I was like, ah! <laughs> Went into the house screaming, you know? But that that was one. And then there was another one. I watched a horror movie when I was probably five or six mm-hmm. and went to bed. They turned off the lights. And I swear to God, my bed lifted and then started spinning. Oh, wow. Like just spinning. I like, like how you like just remembered that. You're like, like oh, yeah, there was this there one was time this- that like I, my bed levitated <laughs> and spun in a circle. I almost forgot about that one. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> That is that is intense. <laughs> that was really scary. And, and there was this other time, I swear, something grabbed my toe. So now, whenever I'm in bed, I always keep my toes covered or I don't let them hang off the bed. Like, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Like, if they're not under the covers, I will not let them hang off the bed. From that one time there was that you feel one, like... Yeah, I swear to God, someone grabbed my toe. But <laughs> 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 it's funny like how stuff like that can really affect you long. I remember do you remember that movie um was it Gremlins? Yeah. Yeah, when and they came out of like the toilet. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go to the bathroom without my dog for years after oh. that. I would make the dog come with me in the bathroom and I'd like look in the toilet and I, I mean I was just terrified. I'm afraid of mirrors. Really? <laughs> the only model you'll ever meet who's afraid of mirrors. Uh, if I get up in the middle of the night to go pee, I have to turn lights on because I'm always afraid something's going to come out of the mirror at night. <laughs> You've got an active imagination, girl. Yes, I do. <laughs> and I played that game, Bloody Mary. Yeah, I know. That, right? that messed me up. Yeah. And I, I love sci-fi mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's how my brain works. I'm like, well, maybe a mirror is the doorway or gateway to another world. To another dimension. Yeah. (laughs) Like, "Ah." (laughs) Oh, my God. So you're going to – okay, so you have a – actually, wait, rewind. You have a makeup line. Yes. Um, And so tell us about your makeup line because I remembered you had just started it like a while ago. I think when we first started shooting. Mm -hmm. And now it's like full-fledged and you have a full website. and We – we recently moved to Vegas, mm-hmm. and I thought you could just change the address on your corporation, mm-hmm. which you cannot do. Mm-hmm. You have to close it and open a new one. So we closed the California one, 
uh, also for tax reasons, there the taxes are so much cheaper in Vegas. Yeah, it's a lot of people open up corporations exactly. in Vegas for that reason. I should have done that from the start. Yeah, especially with a name like I am Sin. Yeah, for Sin City. You know. Yeah. Right. Um, the the new line that we're we are relaunching. Sorry, I had trouble saying that. <laughs> um, it's vegan now. Okay. Yes. And I'm actually wearing the lipstick right now. See, it doesn't nice. come off. Oh, that's amazing. Blowjob lipstick. We've been uh-huh. looking for lipstick that doesn't come off. I will send you some. Oh, my God. My makeup artist will be so happy because whenever she puts lipstick on a model, like they start making out, she has to come in and like wipe it off. This is going to work. I already know because okay. I did a popsicle test with it. <laughs> we were at punk rock bowling and I was just walking around eating a popsicle and these girls just like bum rushed me. They're like... What are you wearing? I'm like, ah, what do you want from me? They're like, what are you wearing on your lips? I'm like, oh, it's my makeup brand. They're like, it's not coming off. I'm like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we're going to do a lot of like videos and stuff showing people eating and, Mm -hmm. you know, licking lollipops. If you need a video of someone (laughs) like doing a blowjob, I can totally shoot that for you. That's no problem. (laughs) Maybe a blowjob on a popsicle. I will trade you blowjob videos for (laughs) lipstick. (laughs) <laughs> hey oh you God. know i mean girls gotta know yeah a girl's gotta yep, know yep. it'll I mean, work nobody you know the worst is when red lipstick comes off on a penis because then it looks like yeah it's just bleeding and, and it's terrifying and it's gross when there's flakes yeah some of the mats yes when you start talking it'll mm-hmm. flake yeah and that's pretty unnerving <laughs> yeah yeah no, that's that's always really yeah. gross you got like scaly molting lips <laughs> Now, why did you decide to do vegan? Is it, I mean, are you, are you vegan? Sometimes. I say sometimes because I don't know how to be vegan and be healthy. Yeah. Uh, I went vegan for a while and I got really sick. Mm -hmm. Like I started bloating up, but I also found out that was caffeine and coffee, Mm -hmm. which I don't drink anymore. Oh my God. How do you live? Well, I'm super hyper when I wake up. Mm -hmm. I just liked the way coffee tasted. Mm -hmm. I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. I never needed it, but um, I was getting blurry vision. My stomach was bloating up really big. Mm-hmm. Normally, I have to pick up my boobs to see my stomach. Mm-hmm. No, I was just ballooning up, and um, I had a lot of bad uh, heartburn and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just stopped drinking the coffee, went back to normal. But my problem with being 100% vegan is all the substitutes for meats mm-hmm. I have a problem with. Like yeah. beans make me fart uncontrollably, <laughs> you know, I don't, uh, tofu gives me cellulite cause it has a lot of estrogen and, and right. soybeans. Right. I, I'm just screwed. Like I try to be vegan and it's so hard. Oh man. Um, I do, but once in a while I just have to eat some meat, Yeah. but I'm not, you know, wasteful or, right. you know, if I eat the meat, I eat the meat. Like yeah. we were, we were at a wedding. And this is when I was doing the vegan thing, mm-hmm. had my salad, whatever. And I noticed no one was eating the pork sliders. <laughs> I told my husband, I was like, you know what? The animal died for nothing. He's like, I know. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> <laughs> it's already dead. I yeah, mean, it's like, there. It it's died dead. for nothing. So yeah. we should go eat it. <laughs> yeah, you, you should. The, yeah. the pig thanks you for that. Well, you know, respect, respect the meat. <laughs> <laughs> So how long have you been married for? 11 years. Oh my goodness. Where'd you guys meet? We met, well, we met a long time ago, but I don't remember the first time we met. 
Mm -hmm. But when I remember we met, it was um, in Hollywood um, at a bar called the Burgundy Room. Mm -hmm. And, well, that's not really where we met. We met through, like, mutual friends, but we never spoke to each other. It was Mm -hmm. more like, hi, hi, Mm -hmm. you know, that's it, just passing. And um, I had a boyfriend at the time when I met him, so that's probably why I had no... Yeah. There's nothing, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like have like these dark shades or something. Yeah. But um, I became, well, I, I used to be sort of reclusive, like hermit-like. Mm-hmm. My friends would try to force me out, especially when I was single. I didn't go anywhere. I'd just stay at home with all my shotguns. <laughs> and <laughs> Waiting for the ghost to appear yeah, in the mirror. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, my friends would come over and be like, you, you should come out with us. We're going to the bar. I'm like, no, I don't like, I don't like going out. They're like, that guy Morat will be there. The one that you think is cute. I'm like, "Mm, okay. So I'd get my clothes. I'd go down, be like, hi. And he would just look at me with his drink. I got so bitter. He'd be like, (laughs) like this. Hi. And then he'd walk out. I'm like, wow, that was a waste of time, right? <laughs> and one day I, I just got so drunk, I walked up to him, grabbed his balls. <laughs> I was like, why don't you pay attention to me? <laughs> wow, that is that is one way to get someone's attention. <laughs> he still didn't, you know, respond, you know, just walked, you know, did his thing, went and smoked a cigarette. I go home. My friend tells him, she's like, you know, she has a big crush on you. And he's like, yeah, but she has a boyfriend. She's like, no, she doesn't. She's single. And he was like, take me to her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And um, we basically got together that night. Mm-hmm. I didn't go home for like a week. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I only went home to pack all my things to move in with him. He proposed to me that week. Oh, my God. We got married as quickly as possible. Like probably a week and a half, the twenty fifth, July twenty fifth, we got together. Uh-huh. July eighth, we were married. Jesus! <laughs> Did all your friends tell you you were crazy? Yes, they all bet against us. Well, I mean, they didn't said, married that quickly. No, no, yeah, with money. They, oh, really? The bar, everyone we knew bet against us. They said we wouldn't, we wouldn't last six months. Eleven years later, <laughs> here you yeah. guys are. Yep, that's amazing. What do you think is like? What do you think is the ticket to what keeps you guys together? Find someone with a heavy accent that you don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's genius. I think also listen to your gut. Mm -hmm. Because the bad relationships I was in, Mm -hmm. I knew it. Yeah. You know it. But sometimes there's a part of you that's like, oh, maybe I could fix it. Yes. Oh, maybe if I get married, it'll work out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Marriage is not going to fix your relationship. No. If you are not getting along, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. If you're getting cold feet, don't do it. You yeah. know, just don't. Don't. Yeah. I didn't get cold feet. Yeah. I don't understand those those comedies or those movies where they show, like, the bride and the groom freaking out, you know, with their friends. Oh, what am I going to do? Right. I need to go screw a stripper. Like, yeah. just, I don't get it. Don't get married. You're yeah. forcing yourself. You're pressuring yourself. Yeah. You know, just don't do it. Yeah. I mean, when I when I got married to my ex-husband, I remember the whole time driving there, like my inside screaming, don't right. do this. Yeah. And I was like, shut you, up, you shut up, shut up, shut up. You have to listen to yourself. You I did have not. To. I absolutely did not listen to yeah. myself. And like he like convinced me, you know, he's like, oh, you're just 
nervous. It's just because you've never really been in like a committed nope. relationship you before. Have, and- if you're in the right, I don't know. There was no no uh, hesitation. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we were going to wait a year and then I was like, jokingly, I'm like, maybe we should just get married now because we haven't argued yet. I want to see what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But no, you have to listen to your gut. You yeah. Know? That's amazing. And he's an incredible photographer too. Mm-hmm. So you guys get to collaborate together. That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. I've always, I always wished that like, you know, I had a really hot, like, I mean, I'm <laughs> a straight female, but like, I always wished I had like a really hot, like friend or something like that, that I would travel with normally that I could shoot in all these crazy places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because so many times when I travel, I'll see these incredible spots be like, oh my God, I want to shoot there. I want to shoot there. Yeah. I want to shoot there. But you know, usually I'm traveling with my significant other and. Oh, you don't want to shoot your man. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot my man like in a be bikini. like, drop your pants. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So I'm always like, oh, I wish, you know, and I, I'm always jealous of couples where there's a photographer and a model yeah. and they're together because you can take advantage of so many, There's you know, some weird cool relationships spots. out there, though. Yeah. No, I mean the photographer-model relationships. Yeah, that's true. I, we've, we've just seen some awkward, weird ones where they don't seem like they're actually together. Together? Yeah. It's more of just like a... A business. A business arrangement? Yes. Yeah. But I don't know if it's because some girls hide when they're married or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if it hurts their image or something. Yeah, I've, I've definitely encountered that where girls will kind of like pretend like they're not married because like their fans will be really disappointed but or it something doesn't, like that. I don't think it matters. Like how many people would throw like Charlize Theron out of bed because she's married? Yeah. I, I mean, not that's the wrong wording. I meant <laughs> <laughs> that's so wrong. I meant... um I don't know. Well, I think because a lot of the girls, like the girls that I'm thinking of, you know, they sell sex for a living, right? Yeah. I mean, they sell their image and their performances. But they're fucking another guy in the video. But the guys, a lot of times when guys watch porn, I think they imagine themselves as that other right, guy. You right. know what I mean? And they, and there's some part of them that thinks that they could possibly have a chance with that girl, you know, <laughs> which is why they get approached all right. the time for like, how much can I pay you to spend a night with right. me? And because you don't shoot porn, I think it's probably different I'm also public for you. about being married. So yeah. I don't get those offers frequently. Yeah. Once in a blue moon, I will. And I'm like, are you blind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people just I am not available. don't pay any attention to that. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I think people see you like, you know, what you do is is more like performance art and and that kind of thing. You know, you're not really selling s- sex as a product. So it's it's kind of different for between you and porn stars. But Right, right. You know, whatever works for people, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't judge. Totally. Um, now you are. Uh, oh wait, I have toyed around with the idea of getting my husband to do porn with me. <laughs> and I'm gonna shoot. I it, was right? just gonna say she's the one that I kept saying we have to have Holly Randall shoot our porn. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I, told, I just started shooting with a red cam. It I told really, him he could I wear a mask. Really good because he's really shy. He could wear a mask. <laughs> We just need your penis. Yeah, we don't need your face. That's fine. (laughs) He's just sitting there like shaking his head. He's turning the same color as his mohawk. (laughs) Um, You, so tell me a little bit about, because you're, you're after a hedgehog, aren't you? She was showing me pictures of a hedgehog before we started. I am so obsessed. The flight to... The flight from Vegas to here, I sat next to this little old lady, 
And I was just shoving hedgehog pictures in her face <laughs> because he was so sick of it. He was pretending to sleep. <laughs> You're like, look at this hedgehog. Look, look at this hedgehog. Look at this one. Look at this one. How long has this obsession been going on for? Fuck, I don't know. A few months? Uh, not that long because uh, I'm very impulsive too. So I will get a hedgehog. And if I don't have one yet, then it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Yeah. So you get you get what it you want. It hasn't been years because I, I wouldn't wait that long. <laughs> yeah, clearly not. <laughs> no. You do things right away. I you keep, know what you want, you go after it. I keep threatening Morad. I'm like, if you don't let me have a hedgehog, you have to give me a baby, <laughs> which I don't want. I don't want a baby. But... Yeah, but it's still a good it's a good uh, weapon to yeah. have in your arsenal yeah, to like, threaten a man yeah. with a child. Yeah. Get me this or I will yeah. have your fucking baby. <laughs> I need to try that one, actually. Yeah. Problem is my boyfriend does want kids, so he'll be like, okay. Oh, then say you, you won't give him a baby. I won't give you a baby. <laughs> I gotta, yeah, I got to figure out which tactic to use. Yes. Um, so where, I mean, hedgehogs are illegal to have, right? As a uh, Not here in California. In Vegas they yeah. are? Oh, okay. So I would adopt So is that it. the real reason that you moved to Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to register it. Notice how I said I'm going to register it, not mm-hmm. if I get one. Right. As a ESA, which is emotional support animal. Oh my god. Which means I'll be able to bring it anywhere. Oh my god. Will including wear, here. Will it wear one of those little jackets? Mm-hmm. That says emotional make, support. I'm gonna get um, you know, like uh, the dog carriers. Yeah. Because they're really small. Yeah. So it'll be like a palace, you yeah. know. And like build little furniture for it. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. I don't know anyone who has a hedgehog. Oh, they're so cute. And I feel like that is so appropriate for you. They are so cute. They are cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moritz just shaking his head. He's like, God, no. <laughs> now you're coming out with a clothing line yes. too as well. Mm-hmm. So tell, what are you going to, is it going to be latex or? No. Okay. No. I um, love latex. I love shooting latex, but I got to say it is such a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. To put on because it just it's like a condom. Yeah. And most girls, if they're not fetish girls, I won't. They even don't know how to put try. It they on. don't because there's a whole way that you put it on, and it's just like such usually a takes nightmare. two people. Yeah, yeah. And um, before I don't know why when I first started using latex, we would like put baby powder on the girl and then try to put on over the baby that, powder. That sort of works, but, but then it that, gets pasty. Then it gets pasty because you're gonna sweat. Yeah, exactly. And with powder, it'll work. Powder works better if you're in a cold environment. Okay. If you're somewhere cold, you're not going to sweat that much. Right, right, right. And it might be more comfortable than lube, you know. Right. But I usually just use lube. I put a few drops of lube into the sink mm-hmm. and fill it up with water, mm-hmm. dip the latex in, and that just shines it all. It's a quick trick. Okay. Yeah. Rather than trying to, you yeah. know, spend all day putting it on there. Yeah, okay, that's good to yeah, know. Yeah, just squish it through and it, it'll coat the whole outfit. Okay, because I have a big, I actually have quite a lot of latex mm-hmm. back when I had a fetish site, which I don't have anymore. And you shouldn't use baby powder. There's fragrance in it. Okay. So just talc. Yeah. Like after you wash it, let it dry or dry it with a towel mm-hmm. and then you talc the inside. Okay. Yeah. That just keeps it from, latex is organic. Yeah. And it'll deteriorate. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. had a lot of it. Like, I'll take it out and it'll, yeah. like, have yeah, melt. straps. Like, it'll melt. melt. Yeah, exactly. And if girls are wearing lotion or perfume, mm-hmm. that destroys latex. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. How, how delicate it is. I remember mm-hmm. I, had, um, I had a latex outfit, and this is back when I was working for my mom. And, um, you know, we'd finished the shoot, and my mom took it, and she put it in the fucking washing machine. 
I know, I know. Look at oh your face. I remember God. I went to Stockroom once. I told him that story, and everyone was like, horror. I mean, I may as well have told him that, like, she killed a bunch of babies. <laughs> oh they were just like, oh, your mother put latex in the washing machine. And my mom, you know, Suze Randall, who shot a lot of latex, should know better, <laughs> but she just. Yeah, and just oh, wow. ruined yes. ruined my dress by oh, putting it in the washing machine. And I was just like, I can't believe you did that. I was wearing a cat suit once in a bar, just talking to someone. Mm-hmm. And as I'm talking, it just starts ripping <laughs> all the way off. Yeah, because when it starts... I had start, to like run into the back. When it starts ripping, yep. you can't stop it. It was just boom. I'm like... <laughs> and this guy's like... <laughs> ah, I like run. <laughs> One of my favorite stories about um, latex disasters was I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Dorenzia who told me she was wearing a full body latex jumpsuit and um, she'd eaten something and she had really bad gas. Oh no. And so, like, like bubbles? Yeah. She, yeah, Fart she farted bubbles. and the bubble, because it has nowhere to go, yep. it's not breathable, yep. it traveled and she could feel it, yep. the fart bubble traveling yep. up her spine and then, like, <laughs> exploding at her neck. So it was just like farts, like, all around her fucking collar. <laughs> and I was just like, I always think of that story oh when God. I see people in latex. Yeah. So I guess beans and latex a- for you oh, would no. be a disaster. Oh, no. No beans for me. No beans, no broccoli, no lentils, no tofu. <laughs> yeah, you can't be vegan. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like all the things that you need to eat instead of meat exactly. for protein. So I was getting low iron. Mm-hmm. Um. I got my arms uh, tattooed earlier in the year, three months, 190 hours. Jesus. Because I didn't want partial tattoos in my photos, so mm-hmm. I stopped modeling for three months mm-hmm. so it could be finished. But I, I, that's when I was trying to sort of be vegan. And when you have low iron, your body will absorb black tattoo ink. Oh, okay. So she would tattoo me the next day. It'd be gone. Or oh faded. Oh, my God. And I was like, what's going on? You know? <laughs> but um, everything is is sticking now. You know, I figured out what it was. Where, cause, because you're so clothed right now, did you get any new tattoos since I last shot you? Yes. So where, I what have do you full have now? sleeves. I'll just show you a picture. Okay. You mean you don't want to take off your incredibly complicated take- latex <laughs> outfit? <laughs> I have to have my pole to take this off. <laughs> so you can zoom in. But it's all lace and flowers and animals. Okay. So it's kind of one theme. It's sort of gothic, but Alice in Wonderland-ish. Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, I have to say your tattoos are really beautiful. Uh, These were planned, very well thought out. The ones I had before were sort of like, oh, yeah, tattoo dragon on me. Yeah. Yeah, tattoo the shitty looking flower on me. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this one, I planned it out. Yeah. I sat down with my artist. I was like, I want really beautiful sleeves. I want them to be feminine. I love lace. Mm-hmm. And that's what finally made me change them is I kept thinking about it. Like, oh, I wish I had a tight machine. I'd go back and I would get different tattoos. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why don't I just get different tattoos? Yeah. And people were like, you can't do that. You've branded yourself a certain way, blah. And I'm like, now I'm going to do it because you said I couldn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, yeah, there's a lot of people with me tattooed on them with the old tattoos. Oh, really? Like, just keep it. It's fine. That was a phase. That's quite a compliment. It was 20 years ago, so wow. now now I have different tattoos. Now you you're reinvented yourself. Yeah, they're better. I love these tattoos so much more. 
Yeah, I mean, they definitely suit you and they suit your look. Um, the What I hate is, like, it's funny because I have, like, most tattoos, I'll be honest, I don't like. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I get, girl, like, 18-year-old girls. I don't who like send random me, shit. Ran, exactly. They'll have a truck here. Yeah. And then a dog and then a rose. And yeah. And then, like... Exactly. Like, I don't know, a mug? Like Yeah, it's I'm just like, like it's really bizarre and they're in weird places on because, their body. It's because they're in a hurry. Yeah. They're like, I need to have the most tattoos, but they're not thinking about it with an artistic mind. Right. They need to stop for a second. You yeah. Know? They say like if like, you want to get a tattoo, like draw it on a piece of paper and stick yeah. it on your wall. And if you're sick of looking yeah. at it like in six months, don't get it. You can even try henna. Yeah. See if you'll even like it, you know. Yeah, that's I got, true. I got my forehead tattooed. In like '96, uh-huh. fucking hated it. I tried to scrub it off with steel wool, and it actually bled so much I had to go to the hospital. <sighs> and uh, the lady was like, "I know someone who does laser tattoo removal, and this is in the early wait, stages." Where was your tattoo on, on your my forehead? forehead. Like, I had wait. a I had a widow's peak, and I was trying to look like a H.R. Geiger piece. There's a artwork that he did of. Uh, Debbie Harry, uh-huh. where she looks like an alien. Uh-huh. So I used to wear white contacts all the time, and uh-huh. I had my forehead tattooed, and uh, oh it was terrible. It was crooked. It was poorly done. Ah, oh. it was ugly. Luckily, can you see it now? No. Like if you move your bangs? No, I had it lasered. Yeah, because I can't. But I'm the all. first clothing catalog I ever did, I had the tattoo. It's actually on my Instagram. Oh my god! But yeah, that it's is, that is brutal. It was really ugly. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, when people go and get cheap ones done or just get it, like, done randomly, mm-hmm. it's there forever. You know, and I've seen horrible I, stuff. Like, I saw one one girl had her mother's face tattooed on her stomach, like, really, really big. And it was very badly done. Okay. And it was just, like, it, it, was, it was awful. I think people should go to an artist. Yeah. And get a consultation. I don't mean a tattoo artist per se, mm-hmm. an artist, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. And if they're not artistically inclined already. Right. You know? Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I see so much shit. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm not judging them like, oh, my God, they have tattoos, duh, because I'm tattooed, mm-hmm. you know? It's just like these girls will go through all this effort to look beautiful, mm-hmm. makeup, where they position their their phone to take the picture, right. everything. Yeah. But then they'll get shit and just yeah. put it all over them. And I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. I know, I know, like beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but symmetry, and you know, like there there is scientific proof that yeah. certain things look better than others. You yes. know, um, I've seen really pretty tattoos where a girl will get like leopard print. Where it fades in and out, like mm-hmm. you know, that's really cool. You know, yeah. stuck with a theme, figured something out. You right. know, yeah. Um, then I see, like I said, random shit, like some fucking Mack truck right here, and, yeah. and a dog. One of like, my favorite, not even good, not a good dog. Like, One of my favorite <laughs> ones that I I saw, I think I saw it in Reddit, and I was like, if I ever get a tattoo, I'm gonna get that. It's uh, Jesus Christ riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex with laser beams coming <laughs> out of its eyes. <laughs> Oh my god! So awesome! <laughs> You're so funny. And I was like, if I ever get a tattoo, I'm gonna get then that. Then you should get all biblical tattoos with no. dinosaurs everywhere. Dinosaurs, <laughs> like have Moses like on a T Rex or something. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just like religious figures riding dinosaurs. You want truck stop tattoos. <laughs> oh god! I just thought that. I just thought it was so oh, great. And on men, 
I think it's different. I don't know. Like guys can look good all wrinkly. Guys mm-hmm. can look great all hairy. Mm-hmm. Guys look kind of mean and tough when they have random shit tattooed on them. Yeah. I'm just talking about the women who actually go through all this effort to look beautiful. Yeah. I'm like why'd you stop yeah. there? Like yeah. what's going on here? Or they just get in a really bad place. Like they get like it the, like on their stomach yeah. and then they have a baby Oof. and then it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's never going to look the same. Or they get someone's name tattooed on their eyebrow. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) I knew a girl. She was actually a digital playground contract girl for a while. She had her her boyfriend was a tattoo artist and she was beautiful. Her name escapes me right now. But he tattooed his name around her asshole. Like, like not just around it, like the, like the asshole. Yes. It was, I was like, that must have really hurt a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? I, you know, I met a girl in Hawaii who was friends with one of my friends mm-hmm. and we're talking and her friend's like, she has her ass tattooed. I'm like, oh, you do? And she just drops her pants, spreads her butt cheeks. I'm like, <laughs> wow. nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really pretty tattoo. It was a huge flower, covered her butt. But it went all the way into her butthole. Oh, my God. And I, my brain is like trying to figure out how do you sit for that and how the fuck owl, right? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Because it's painful, Pain. right? I don't have any tattoos, so. Yeah. I can't even imagine what it'd be like to get tattooed down there. Like, For me, the worst part was on my arms was the ditch. Yeah. Like right here. I can see it because it's all so All the wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the, see this? Mm-hmm. If they were to tattoo like in those creases, that hurts. Yeah. A lot. Um, so this hurt the most, the ditch. Then on my back, everything. Everything? <laughs> Everything hurts on my back. How do you, do you just like kind of zone out after a while? Or do you take a lot of breaks? This, do you take like a bunch of Vicodin and some Everclear? I took Vicodin, uh-huh. but it doesn't take the pain away. I think it just stops you from complaining because you're just like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, my back was really painful and um, the black dragons were faded because mm-hmm. it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. So I had my artists go in and color it back in and I wanted to punch her. Yeah. Like she was just tattooing me. I'm like, all right, stop. <laughs> like, oh my God. She's like, this is what she wanted. I'm like, stop it. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like kicking her with the back of my foot. <laughs> it's like a love hate relationship. And it, it hurt so bad. It was making my nipples twitch. Like, like I think some nerve in my back connects to my nipples because they were hurting too. Like, why do my boobs and nipples hurt? Wait, don't you have an extra nipple? I have two extra nipples, and they're symmetrical. Yeah, they're like on each. And yeah. I never would have noticed, but I remember you pointed them out yeah. to me when we were shooting once. And I was some, like, wait, what? I let people know because sometimes they, they'll Photoshop it out. They'll think it's a scar or, yeah. or a mole. And I'm like, no, no, it's it's a nipple. So do you have like sensitivity in yeah. them? And my doctor said if I ever had children, I would lactate out of all of them. Oh, my God. So, that's so Eat crazy. your heart out, Octomom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like a lactating like boob fetish. You could totally kill eight, it with eight that. Eight legs and four nipples. <laughs> <laughs> freak. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Masumi. It was great to see you. Thank you. Um, can you tell us where we can find you? Your website, all your social media, all that stuff. The easiest place to find me would be badmax.com. Everyone can spell bad and max, right? Easy. Well, I don't know. If <laughs> if they want to try to spell my name, just go to Google. It'll correct you. It'll go, did you mean 
because people spell it all different ways, but yeah. it's masumimax.com. And that's just a portal site. Mm-hmm. The pay site is badmax.com. So masumimax.com will take you to badmax.com. Yeah, there's a bunch of different links on masumimax. It just shows where you can find me on the internet. Mm-hmm. And all of my social media is at masumimax. Okay, great. Yeah. So if nobody, well, if people try to type your name in and they get spelled wrong, it, you'll you'll still come up because you're yeah. verified, right? For for yeah, almost every I'm verified on Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook, but not yet on Instagram. Okay, I don't know why. I think I I'm actually verified on Instagram, which a lot of yeah. people have been like yelling at me about. They're like, how did you do that? Because I guess it's really hard. But I just had a friend who like works in the industry oh, cool. do it for me. I don't know how she did it. Well, for Twitter, I found the link. I'm really good at researching stuff, and there's mm-hmm. a, actually a direct link where you can submit. Yeah, your info. Yeah, I think get, I verified yeah. myself on Twitter, but yeah. Instagram, I just had someone do it for me, and they did it in like in a day. Have them do mine. I'll ask her. I, I'm, you're I'm funny. The, I've had several people ask me. I'm actually the only Masumi Max in the whole world, and I I was I had to register my name mm-hmm. as a trademark because people were using it. Yeah, for shops and stuff. Like yeah, but um, I was able to trademark it because funny story. My name, my birth certificate is all kinds of fucked up. Mm-hmm. They spelled my name wrong. My, my name was supposed to be M-A-S-U-M-I, mm-hmm. but they added an extra I, so that automatically made it a different name. Mm-hmm. So when my lawyer researched, he was like, there's no one else with the spelling. That's so funny. The same thing yeah. happened to my dad. My grandmother, when he was born, she forgot to put the E in Humphrey, mm-hmm. so my dad has no and E that's in how Humphrey, you, that's and how he's it like is. the only... Yeah, because everyone always spells his name wrong. I'm like, no, there's no e because yeah. my grandmother fucked it up on his birth certificate. But they also put my brother, my mother and father as brother and sister. They gave them the same last name, maiden name. Oh, my wow. mom's maiden name. They put Max. Oh really? So I tried to get my ID after I got thrown out, mm-hmm. and the lady at the DMV was like, "Your mother and father, are brother and sister," and I'm like, "What?" No, <laughs> just because I was born in Arkansas. <laughs> Don't automatically assume. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much. And please let me know next time um, that you're having one of your shows because okay. I would fucking love to see thank it. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. That was a great interview. You know, it's funny. I've talked to several people and I myself who was intimidated by Masumi before they ever met her. And I remember when I first shot her, I was absolutely terrified because, you know, she was just such an incredibly famous model and she comes across so fierce in her photos and her videos. But when you get to know her in person, she's actually a really cool, laid back girl. She's got a great self-deprecating sense of humor. She's very humble And I just think she's fantastic. And I hope that you got to know a different side of Masumi in this interview. I feel that I certainly did. Next on Holly Randall Unfiltered, we'll be having Aaliyah Love and Sheree DeVille, two girls who I absolutely love shooting. And I've even hung out with them outside of work, which means that I must really like these girls. So I think you guys are going to absolutely love listening to them, hearing about how they are off camera. And we're going to have some fantastic stories to tell. I just know it. So don't miss my next episode with Cherie DeVille and Aaliyah Love coming next week.